Hey, hey, what's up, Cowboys Nation? Welcome to another edition of Cowboys Roundup, brought to you by SB Nation's Blogging the Boys, where every day we bring you the latest and greatest Cowboys news and updates. My name is Dan Rogers. You may know me as Danny Phantom at Blogging the Boys or on Twitter at DannyPhantom24. It is Tuesday, October 19th, 2021. We hope your day is going well. The Cowboys are doing their part to help spruce up our week, coming off an overtime victory against the New England Patriots, something that hadn't been done in a quarter of a century. Man, that seems long. The Cowboys will now enter their bye week, and it's always nice to go into your bye week after a win as it guarantees an extra week to savor this victory. And it's not just a victory, it's five victories. The Cowboys are now 5-1 and one and have a three-game lead over both Philadelphia and Washington, as all three NFC East teams lost again this past week. That seems to be a reoccurring event, and at this rate, the Cowboys will have the division clinched by Week 10. <laughs> JK, maybe. I don't know. I haven't done the math. What is especially satisfying about this victory is that the Cowboys have battled adversity in a multitude of ways. Offensively, they've had some blown opportunities in the red zone, whether it was a drop pass by Cedric Wilson in the end zone, or a deflected pass that was picked off that was intended for Cedric Wilson, or the infuriating goal line fell that the Cowboys couldn't punch it in from one lousy yard. Mike McCarthy spoke to the media on Monday, and he was asked if he was given an explanation on the goal line call. Let's hear what the head coach had to say. Tommy couldn't, couldn't see, never, couldn't see the ball across the goal line. He felt that he felt that Dak put the ball across once, you know, once once he was down. So I don't know how the hell he saw that, but I'm not criticizing anybody because we know how it goes. Okay, whatevs. Regardless, the offense persevered and came through down the stretch. Dak completed a clutch fourth down pass to none other than Cedric Wilson, who made an outstanding grab to help keep a drive going, set up the game-tying field goal. And then they sealed the deal with an impressive final drive in overtime when Dak, throwing on the run, found CD for the game winner. Defensively, there were certainly some face-palming moments. There were times where the Patriots seemed like they could run all over them. The Cowboys' D did allow 120 yards on the ground on Sunday, which was a season high. They also allowed some big plays in the passing game, including a 75-yard strike late in the fourth quarter that gave the Patriots the lead. But even with miscues, the Cowboys' D always came through with big plays. Most notably was the Trayvon Diggs pick six. The Cowboys kept their game with multiple takeaway streak alive with 10th straight, dating back to the final four games of last season. And even the special teams was making plays as they came away with a blocked punt. John Fossil said he wanted to appease Cowboy fans and come at him. Well, he obliged because they did just that, as Luke Gifford executed a great block. Even had he not got a piece of the ball, he had the angle that wouldn't have taken out the punter, so it was just great execution all the way around. Did you know the last time the Cowboys had a block punt was back in 2015 in Week 2 on the road against Philly? Danny McRae busted through the middle and blocked the punt. It was picked up by linebacker Kyle Wilber, who ran it back for a touchdown. Initially, a flag was thrown on Jeff Heath for a blindside block of the punter. However, the flag was picked up and the touchdown stood. Shout out to Danny McRae for the last block punt. Danny, by the way, is a contestant on the current season of CBS's Survivor, Survivor 41, Fiji, if you're looking for someone to root for on that show. The Cowboys appear to come out of this game relatively unscathed. 
Dak Prescott injured his calf muscle on the last play of the game and received an MRI yesterday. NFL insider Ian Rappaport reported on Monday that Prescott is, quote-unquote, looking good after the MRI. That doesn't really tell us much, but there's nothing from what we've heard thus far to make us believe this is a significant injury. He continues to wear a boot, and McCarthy said on Monday that he is not sure how long he'll continue to wear the boot. But with an extra week to rest up, there is a lot of optimism that the Cowboys' star quarterback will be ready to go by Week 8 against the Minnesota Vikings. That is great news because, honestly, Prescott is playing some of the best football he's played his entire career. Whether he's throwing it 20 times or 50 times, he's making great decisions and delivering great throws. In fact, we encourage you to watch Dak Prescott versus the New England Patriots, Dak Watch, on our Blogging the Boys YouTube channel. Mark Schofield does a fantastic job breaking down game film, and you're going to come away with either A, learning how awesome Dak is, or B, confirming what you already knew, and that is Dak is awesome. Either way, Dak is awesome, and we recommend you checking it out. Tyron Smith, who left the game with an ankle injury, appears to be all right, as he just had it retaped and re-entered the game. This is good news for a couple reasons. First, injuries have plagued Smith in recent years, and it seemed like deja vu all over again when he walked into the locker room. But he's okay, so let's put our worry aside for the moment. Second, Smith has been an absolute beast on the field when he's healthy. Granted, he did get called for a couple penalties on Sunday, but sometimes I feel like he manhandles people so badly that it just makes it seem like there's a penalty. But hey, that's just my take on the subject, and let's face it, I see things through a blue and silver lens. All I know is that it's just great to have a healthy talent like Smith protecting the edge. Speaking of a talented tackle, Lyle Collins' five-game suspension is officially over, meaning the Cowboys survived in his absence. Can we please give a round of applause for the great work Terrence Still did in Elsie's absence? McCarthy was asked if Elsie returning as the team's starting right tackle was a no-brainer, and judging by his response, it didn't sound so cut and dry. Here, you come up with your own impression. You know, and that, that's that's really you know the timing of the bye week. These these are the kind of conversations we'll have. You know, we we got full slate of you know South Scott projects that we're going to do tomorrow. We're going to do cross the hall preparation for when the players come back. Um, you know, I think I've talked about cross the hall here in the past. Um, it, it's it's a it's something that's really served the players very well. So that, 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 you know, we'll have we'll have a personnel meeting probably tomorrow. So we'll look and we'll have those types of conversations. Cowboys have some time to figure things out. In regards to the end result, we have to feel better about the right tackle position. Other injury notes. Defensive tackle Brent Urban has a tricep injury, and cornerback Maurice Kennedy is in concussion protocol. It's still possible Michael Gallup could return after the Cowboys bye. McCarthy said on Monday that he is closer than both Demarcus Lawrence and Neville Gallimore in returning. That's it for our updates today. Make sure to check out all our great podcasts throughout the week. Every day we got something new for you. Later today we'll have the 750 with Tony Casillas and RJ Ochoa, as well as the BTB Roundtable, where we hash out all the great talking points of Sunday's game. So keep your eyes out for those two today. But that's it for today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hope you have the best day ever. Stay safe, stay happy, stay true to the silver and blue, and we will catch you later. 